What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Marriage Mondays here on the Two Feet on the Ground Gravity Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm your other host, Jamie. And today we're going to talk about one of our most favorite things, road trips. That's right, folks. It's summertime. There's trips on the calendar and there's logistics that go into that. We're going to give you some funny stories. I don't know, Jamie, what do you think? Do we give us a shot? Absolutely. Here we go. You know, as we reflect on past experiences of road trips, they haven't always been bunnies and sunshine. Rainbows and unicorns. Yeah, it used to be a quasi-stressful thing. And we've learned a few tips and tricks over the years that we wanted to share with you and some funny stories along the way. Yeah, I don't think we've arrived, meaning I think we are still capable of having a disastrous road trip. But But we're all capable of that. (laughs) But we're a whole lot better than what we used to be, I think, at this. All right, Jane, how do we kick this off? What are your thoughts? Well, I think we should retell some past traveling experiences. And I just want to tell everybody that when we get into town, um, especially Cannon Beach, the kids like to make fun of Chris and I. And they will grab each other's hands and they will go, we did it, Jane. And I don't remember us saying that. I don't remember saying it either. But for all of them to be in in unison on this, I'm guessing at one point we did that. We communicated a similar message. I don't know. Hey, what's been the longest road trip we've ever taken? Well, this was a kidless road trip, and it was from Tri-Cities to San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And not only was it the longest, but I think it was the most miserable in reference to just heat and conditions and whatnot. Absolutely, because we had zero air conditioning and we had vinyl seats in your truck. And we had those windows down and I vaguely remember just like sliding off the seats when we would stop to get an ice cream cone or a bottle of ice or something because we were so sweaty. I remember walking into a Dairy Queen and asking them how much they would charge us to fill up to fill up a, a, a bottle of water or a container that we had with ice. And she looked at me and she's like, we're not going to charge you for that. I'm like, oh, God bless you, young lady. And then we also got an ice cream cone that I couldn't lick fast enough to. No, it was it dripping down his hand. And we're going to have a little background noise, folks. We're actually recording this on location in Destination City, Spokane, Washington. And uh, we're at our Airbnb and uh, it's a little windy right now. And so uh, we're getting some uh, chimes in the background, and I think we're just going to try to put up with it. All right. So, uh, what other? I mean, that was a that was a long one. That was a miserable one. Uh, we actually stayed in this this absolute dirt bag, Rawlings, Wyoming motel that was probably not safe for us to actually stay there. Yeah, and we had our truck packed to the hilt with all of our belongings at the moment probably again not safe but we could afford the hotel it was right off the main drag and we ended up staying there and just praying lord please don't let anyone jack all of our possessions that we're taking with us because there's nothing we can do about it tonight and we really need some rest i think we would drive like 10 hours a day so it wasn't like we were pulling sixes and then taking a break yeah we were and we could do that right without kids you and i could could do an awful lot uh, by ourselves with the without kids that that needed more attention, especially younger kids. I was actually trying to uh, silence the gong while Jamie was telling that story, but I 
I miserably failed at silencing the gong. That's okay. Uh, so that would be the most mi miserable or the longest. Once we had kids, uh, then we ran into some other problems. We're going to be getting into some of those here in just a second. Any other like road trips that are memorable? Oh, high school. Oh. The skiing road trip. Yeah. The time we almost died. Yeah, there was this one time that we were going skiing, and it's just a bunch of us high schoolers. And I can't remember if Danny's older brother was a high schooler at the time or if he graduated. He wasn't. He was like 22. He was the old man in the crew. But he was driving us in their van, their box van. It's like old school, like no windows on it. Like if it said free candy, right. it'd be used to kidnap people, but it didn't. It so. had swivel chairs inside. Yeah, that, that I don't know why Safe. you would install a swivel chair in a I don't know either, but we ended up going at zero dark 30 for whatever reason. I thought it'd be a good idea to bring a cinnamon pull apart that morning. So that was on my lap. Oh, I forgot about that. And then we hit black ice. And all I remember is just all of a sudden we went out. The back end went to the right. It went to the left. It came back to the right. And then we started going all around. <laughs> He's right. We were spinning. We ended up facing backwards, if I'm correct, yeah. on the side of the road. And I don't know how we didn't flip just because this was a kind of top heavy van. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever reason, our tires caught and we didn't flip and we just stopped there off the side of the road. Thankfully, not on the road. I believe we broke an axle. Yeah, sounds right. So we were stranded. There were wrecks all up and down that roadway. And we ended up calling our friend's dad to come get us and then he eventually had to take care of the van and we eventually conquered that trip i don't know maybe a month or two later and got to ski bluewood and still had a great day good memories though i mean it was a it was actually a pretty scary experience for about 15 20 seconds uh, but then after we we knew we were okay then we just kind of made the most of it and i remember we were hanging out in this farmer's field climbing on the safe stack do you remember the ambulance guy that jumped out yeah he looked just like chris farley he jumps out and he's like, are you guys okay? And and, and just like in Tommy Boy were some of his mannerisms. Was like, I think oh. he even tripped on his way down to see us, and which just made it all the more funny because that was a very Chris Farley thing. Yeah, no, it was a, another one of those horrible experiences that turned into a great memory. And yeah, we made the most of it uh, with what we had. So. so in current day, we've learned that we need to start our trips with prayer. Yeah, we, we start off, and we, we've shared this on the podcast a number of times, just the fact that our faith is a foundation in our life. And so before we hit the road, uh, we're praying for a variety of things. One, we're hoping for safe travels, and that's what we're asking for. Two, we want to sit there and treat each other well, because in past trips, we haven't always, and I'm, when I'm saying we haven't, I'm kind of pointing fingers at myself here, getting frustrated, getting short-tempered, and so... We're hoping we can get to our destination, right? And just enjoy it and it not be clouded with a tension-filled drive there. So that's the first thing we do. Cover in prayer. I mean, also for just road safety, right? Because sometimes we travel in the winter. There's been winters when there's jackknifed semis off the side and we need to find a Les Schwab and buy some chains for our vehicle. That was just in the last couple of years. Yeah, trying to get to Cannon Beach, Oregon and the... The Oregon Highway had, oh boy, some places I think we had darn there a foot of snow that we were driving through in our minivan. Probably shouldn't have made the trip, folks, but we did it anyway. At that point, we were just going. Uh, the next point that we wanted to talk about is the importance of snacks. There's this thing called a hot, hungry husband pack 
that one sometimes puts together for said husband so he does not get hangry. If I remember correctly, it was the same friend whose van we were in during the death-defying winter road trip that gave you the hot, hungry husband kit idea. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. All right. The namesake of our oldest daughter, Danny, told Jamie, hey, you should probably put this together. And uh, the funny thing is, is, I think Jamie told me about it right away. I don't know. Or whether she just started, want a snack? I'm like, yes. It's like the Snickers commercial. All of a sudden, I start acting a little bit nicer now that I have a little bit of carbohydrates in my bunny. He's not joking. The snacks make a huge difference. And, and nowadays, every time we're going anywhere, even if it's just across town, I probably have a snack in my purse. Maybe not so much for him, but definitely for our kids. Because as soon as we leave somewhere, I'm hungry. I'm going to help you with that. Absolutely. I have a granola bar. So snacks has been a tip for road trips. You got to pack the snacks. Snacks are our friend, folks. Have a snack. It'll be better. And as we've continued with the road trips, we've learned that it's easy to get on and off the highway at quick little rest stops. You may not know this, listening audience, but my husband's side of the family has a very small bladder, or they just love to drink fluids and said fluids go right through them. Yeah, I... I drink a lot of fluids. Like I start my day off with probably close to 30 or more ounces of fluids between the 16 ounces of water I drink and then probably a couple cups of coffee. And now I'm trying to chase that coffee with more water. So yeah, it's uh, there's going to be a lot of bathroom needs. Here's the thing though. Like also in my family, there's the, the ones that don't have a small bladder like to start a stopwatch when we leave town. It's a race. And we want to see how quickly we can get to the destination. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it might be miserable like while we're going, but by gosh, we're going to get there and shave 10 minutes off of our last trip time. Uh, So this has been past years. Uh, We are definitely a lot better about it now, but this is what it would do though, is you, you would try to push through and finally somebody in the family would be like, I can't wait any longer. I'm about 30 seconds from peeing my pants. And I think at one point, and I mean, maybe we got this from a church youth group down in Texas that Jamie and I volunteered for. There were different stages of having to go pee. And so we would start the trip off by helping people understand stage one to stage four. Stage one being like the, oh, I think I'm, I'm going to need to go sometime. Stage two being like, hey, let's start looking for a bathroom. Stage three is I have to go now. And stage four is I just wet my pants. And so we would, we would educate the family on this. And that way, pretty early on when you start saying, hey, I'm stage one or stage two, we can just find the bathroom. But we've taken it one step further because what would usually happen is, you know, they would stay, someone would say, I'm a stage one and we're trying to push through. Oh man, if we can just get another 10 miles, like somehow that's going to make this trip better. And then when we finally get off the freeway to find the bathroom, we're driving like 15 miles into town to find a toilet at a really dirty looking Chevron station or something. Chevron, we love you. Sorry. Hopefully the Chevron execs. It's not sponsored yet, but we're willing. Yeah. And then we'd say nice things about you, Chevron. Uh, So anyhow, you have great gas, right? Everyone knows, you know, Teflon or whatever. It's not Teflon. There's something in their gas that starts with a T. Tecron. Tecron. There it is. Anyhow. So what we learned here recently, and this was my dad who used to start the stopwatch when, when he left town, he's like, Hey, let's stop more frequently at all these rest stops that are just off the highway. It's literally 20 seconds off the freeway. You use the bathroom and in 20 seconds or 30 seconds, you're back on the freeway. 
And we've started to stop more frequently. And in doing it, everyone's bladder's happy. And we actually get there faster, even though we make more stops because of the fact that we're, we're being strategic. We're not wasting a bunch of time driving through town looking for a place to use a restroom. We'll just use the rest stop right off the highway and get right back on. I think it's called strategery. That was a word that Ryan Dewey came up with on the, I think it's episode 84 for the hardware store episode. If you haven't listened to it, you should. All right, babe, what, what else do we have down here? Yeah, I have a category called car sickness tricks. I don't know if your kids went through this. Now, growing up, I was car sick. Um, and so I would need to sit in the middle because I was usually in the back seat. I'd need to sit in the middle so that I could see through the front or I would need to like knock out and just not be a part of the trip. And when we get there, I wouldn't feel great, but I could usually get it to wear off pretty quick. Our kids were so car sick, even in town. We live in one town and 13 miles away is the next town. They would sometimes throw up on that trip. So we had to take some extreme measures, I'm going to call them extreme measures, to make the trip successful. So, I mean, we're talking, we've got ginger gum that they can chew. We've tried the rounds of Dramamine, and the kids have gotten to the point where when they even think about it, they can throw up then because the taste <laughs> of it makes them think of the episode that will probably be happening. Uh. So drama mean just did not work out. We would force them to take it and 20 miles down the road were pulled over because they're throwing up. So, I mean, we had to do a lot of things. What wrist difference? Bands. Wristbands we've yep, done. Pressure yep. point wristbands. I think those have been helpful. They've definitely been helpful. We outfit our vehicles with throw up packs just in case. <laughs> we Go, these go aren't ahead. these aren't fancy folks. This no. is an old Walmart bag with paper towels in the bottom of it for absorption power. So I mean, yeah, it's it's simple stuff, but it's better than uh, having to shampoo the the inside of your car. Because we have had to do that before, yeah, and it's not been fun. But bless our kids' hearts, they're super car sick. So I think something we've learned is that we need to be flexible. There we go. In general, I want to ride up front with Chris. This is like prime talk time for us yes um but we've learned that other kids other people might need to sit up front i'm gonna take the back seat i'm gonna maybe pass out for a while and just sleep i don't feel great back there but i know it helps them especially on the windy stretches so we've learned to be flexible and maybe not get to sit next to each other or maybe ride with your parents if it comes down to that just to help our kids have a successful trip yeah, yeah. When we've been doing a caravan, Jamie's hopped in the car with them, so she's not in the very back. Uh, I've gotten in the back. We've just been, again, using some of that strategery again. And Jamie knows where she would prefer not to drive. She would rather not drive through big city. She's capable. She's done it. We used to live in big city. But if she gets to choose, she chooses not to. So if we're coming back from the most magical place on earth, Canopy Jorgen then Jamie will typically have me drive us through Portland. And then when we find one of those strategic rest stops where we can easy off, easy on, uh, use the restroom, then we'll swap out and then she'll drive a distance home after that. I don't know. I like road trips, girl. Like I, I enjoy, I enjoy listening to music. I enjoy catching up with you. I enjoy the excitement of where we're going. I actually more recently have enjoyed the, the return home. I think we've talked about that a few times, how 
getting home, we kind of get back into our groove and just kind of relax in our own space. And, and so even coming up here to Spokane yesterday, uh, I enjoy the drive and I enjoy the time that we get together as a family. I love road trips as well, um, but we've got to remember to set ourselves up for success. So the call to action today is to remember the tips and tricks to make your road trip successful. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Marriage Mondays. We want to hear from you. How are we doing here on the podcast, folks? There's a few different ways for you to communicate back to us. First and foremost, please follow us on whatever podcast platform you're consuming this on. That will cause the next episode to come up. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you can rate and review us. There's five stars waiting on your main page. We'd really appreciate a five-star rating. It'll make it more viewable for everyone else, for us. However, folks, they're your stars. If we haven't earned five stars from you, keep them. Instead, shoot us an email at chris at gravityct.com. Let us know how to make it better. Future Marriage Monday topics or guests for me to interview. Remember, friends, getting married is easy. Staying married is real tough. So go and love well.